Dude, did I ever tell you, we used to win all the carnival games in Italy because nobody throws stuff. It's like a soccer country, obviously. So like my brother and my dad and I would just like show up to these fairs and just like go home with all the livestock, bro. Wow. Chickens, ducks. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm serious. Live ducks. We had a live duck. What did you do with that? We kept it and it ended up drowning, which like... You wouldn't have thought. I actually wonder about the drowning story. It seems like a lie. Sort of like the skateboard story. I think my parents just conspired to like tell me these lies about how my pets died. The duck supposedly drowned, and I was like, it's a duck. What are you talking about? Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. Oops, the podcast here. We're back with the, the, the whole squad, the whole team. Hell yeah. Julio Gallarotti to my immediate right. We've got Ryan uh, Hang'em High Lynch. <laughs> feels inappropriate. We've got Chris. Okay, so what's up, everybody? I'm Mike now. <laughs> hey. That's pretty good. Hey. Hot mic, hot mic. Okay. Boys are here. We're buzzing. We are... Upstairs, which always adds a different element. We're at the dining table. It's fun. Uh, big room, nice room, plenty of light, air conditioning going hard. Very cavernous. That's starting to sound arrogant. I uh, <laughs> I just like it up here because you know it feels like a round table. It feels like we're sitting down to hash things out. <laughs> it also feels like we're doing something different. Which in the proximity with which we've recorded the last couple episodes, yeah, nice to shake it up a little. That's right. You know, good to have Ryan like back a, in the hot seat. A proper podcast. Now, let me ask you something in light of what I just said. And my, <laughs> this is the question I have for you. When was the last time you sat a guy down to hash something out? Like if you had a problem? Yeah, let's say that. Let's say that the two of you had a little bad blood. Or a little something you needed to air let's out. talk. Had a little dirty laundry. Maybe you guys were weren't seeing eye to eye, you know. We've got yeah, a bone to pick. Talk. It's been a while, but I've done it. And I and before I did it, I had not really done it. And when I did it, I was like, "This is very effective." It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Very now, effective. did you um did you set it up? Did you say something like, "Listen, let's let's hash it out." Not quite that sort of like direct but the next step down from that which is we should we should have a talk you what that's way worse to me no but we should hash it out suggest that it needs to be hashed out we should have a talk doesn't necessarily have a talk has always been the gold standard in fear inducing language here on oops the podcast we need to talk as an introduction that something is wrong agreed but once it has been addressed that something is wrong. I think we need to hash it out is more sort of direct language. Hash it out to me That's feels, I mean, you could, you could say, oh, well, we've got a big trip to plan. Let's hash it out. You could, but in the context of a disagreement. Yeah. You know, but a talk. Why don't we talk, man? That's that's, soft, that's, that's more. That's, that's gentler. That's what I'm saying. So to me that we need to talk, let's have a talk. Why don't we sit down and, and have a talk yeah. as opposed to let's hash it out. Is this happening recently? Uh, no, <laughs> no, it hasn't. 
It has not. It seems like something you would do. Well, uh, I do revert to that. I think. I think I do. I do revert to that. It's good. Um, I I have to tell you, you know, when you suggest it, once you're once you're bickering with somebody or or even fighting via text or whatever it is, if you say, "Let's have a talk. Let's do this. Let's let's you know what? Let's get together. Let's do this. Let's have a beer. Let's talk." It instantly typically makes the other person feel that you truly do want to solve it. Agreed. It's a step towards peace. Yes. It's a peace offering. Yes. Uh, because it means you respect them enough to want a face-to-face. A tet-a-tet. Yes. Mano e mano. The, the, it's a reconciliatory measure. Yes. A summit. A summit of sorts. A summit. <laughs> exactly right talks talks have begun yes peace talks <laughs> so uh you know it's funny i said that hasn't happened i did suggest it recently because i had a, a very dear friend that i'd had a, a disagreement with where a lot of it was just stupid text context being lost because you can't hear people's tone over text you can't read between the lines or you do so what happened though you over was somebody joking and then it didn't play as a joke um you know it was uh it was an interesting thing actually (laughs) it was a really interesting thing you know what it was was. you know what it was it was this and i think i think my friend wouldn't be too troubled if if i shared this because it doesn't implicate him but um i was it was a big group chat of our friends and the uvalde Yes. shooting had happened and i was pretty upset mm-hmm. and i sent something to the group about uh you know i don't even know what i said I, I think i said something ridiculous i had a really hot take which was uh you know if we ever catch these guys alive before they kill themselves mm-hmm. or before or they're killed they're gunned down yeah we should implicate or we should Im- impose the most medieval draconian torture method torture to death method as a deterrent because i originally i said all right you know execute them in the most horrible imaginable way <laughs> and my buddy my other buddy was like execution's not a deterrent to these people they they know that they're gonna die they expect to die and i said it is if we use you know drawing and quartering right our our weeks and weeks of torture some kind of something that would yeah something that would be prolonging uh, the life this painful life of theirs put them in that movie hostile right where you pet you can give sickos you could give other would-be shooters have them pay a fee and to mutilate here's a tool belt murderers and uh you know some other fun items to play with and here you go have at it and take your time and if we made that public and we, you know, because public ex- executions used to be public. They did. They'd take people to the middle of the town square. Uh, in, in, the 20th, in the 21st century, even, they've still done them. Yeah, I, mean, I think most places do not anymore. Roll out the guillotine or that the gallow ropes would be swinging. And all of that was as a way of deterring people by showing the death. It would say to would-be criminals... This what this is what awaits you if you steal an apple. <laughs> I've I've never understood the like. Obviously, I've only been been able to see these things happen in movies, but like the scene where they're doing the public execution and like 
everybody in the town gathers to watch it. It's just kind of like with their you kids. guys didn't have anything better to do. You're like, oh man, they're gonna hang Frank today. We gotta go yeah. check that out, dude. Fathers would put their little daughters on their shoulders, yeah, yeah. like they like, were at a Peter Paul and Mary concert. Yeah, I like the strong uh, the hot dog eating competition in yeah. fucking Coney Island. Dad, I can't see his spine <laughs> separate. Oh I need God. a better view. Get up, get up get there, up here, quick, sweetie it's, pie. They're about to drop him, and we'll go have a picnic after. What an I mean, exciting that, day. That's obviously pretty barbaric, but I mean, even more barbaric are are the executions where the townspeople would take part, stoning to oh, death. Right. You know, find here's a barrel of rocks. Let's. Who's got a good arm? Step right up. <laughs> Guess the speed of your pitch. <laughs> Uh, three rocks for two dollars, <laughs> dude. Did I ever tell you we used to win all the carnival games in Italy because nobody throws stuff. Everybody, you know, it's like a soccer country, obviously. So, like, my brother and my dad and I would just like show up to these fairs and just like go home with all the livestock, bro. Wow, chickens, ducks. <laughs> I'm being, I'm serious. Live ducks. We had a live duck. What did you do with that? We kept it, and it ended up drowning. Which like you wouldn't have thought. I actually wonder about the drowning story. It seems like a lie, sort of like the skateboard story. I think my parents just conspired to like tell me these lies about how my pets died. The duck supposedly drowned, and I was like, "It's a duck. What are you talking about?" Isn't that an amphibious bird? Yeah, exactly. It's like a. It's designed like the the like the hull of a boat. It should float. And they they were like, "Yeah, but it was in a cage." So when the water level rose. What? Like, they what? put the duck in the water in a cage? Dude, so I just, I think that like a coyote must have eaten it. Like in Deer Hunter? <laughs> yeah. So I, I just think that the, something more brutal must have happened to the duck. His name was Pinu. Uh-huh. Uh, you know. Oh, <laughs> well, why did we get here? Uh, public executions, torturing people. Oh, because. Uh, oh, okay. My friend in the argument I was having with yes. my friend. Yeah, classic, classic <laughs> little circle back. Uh, come on, come on, rewind here. All here right. we go. So the, the <laughs> I said that's one idea. Uh, that's one idea is that we could try to make the consequences so horrific and so horrifying that people would not want to. You know, they they even running the slight risk that they might not be able to kill themselves before the police caught them. Uh, would be would be enough to maybe deter them. Um, and a friend of mine uh, was was mad that we were not we didn't weigh in um with such anger and frustration after the killings in um in Buffalo. Okay. He he said something like, "Where was all of this during Buffalo? During Buffalo, and and that's a valid point, you know." Um. And I think I said something. Well, I, I'm I'm much more moved because it's kids, right? Which is um, a, which is a good uh, response. Yeah, and it you know it it was sort of just a, a contentious back and forth from there, and then ultimately we texted each other on the side and I said, you know, I, I I hope you know I I love you, and let's get together and we'll have a a good talk about this, and that was immediately deflating deflating in the right way you know it let the hot air out of the tire and Mm -hmm. uh we still haven't managed to get together because we've both been traveling a lot but i and now it's been so long that i hope we can just hang out and not talk about it i think that you could hang out and like 
at, you know, it'll be one of those things where like it's going to be hard to like figure out when to address it. But mm. I see, I see you. Hey man, what's up? And as you guys are walking to the kitchen where you're going to prepare him a beverage, you over your shoulder, you're going to be like, yeah, dude, the group chat thing. And like, it'll yeah. be over before the drink is even fully mixed. Right. That's my prediction. Right. Yeah, doing something. It's similar to what I said about going on that golf trip with my dad. If you're doing something, doing something with your hands so you, can, you don't have to look at each other, you know, <laughs> you can just look at what you're doing and it doesn't appear that you're not giving that person the benefit of your full attention mm-hmm. because you can't. I got a drink to make. Right. You know? Right. And then you can actually uh, speak honestly, and truthfully, of... without it being awkward. Totally. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. weird, you know, we so often we sit next to each other so we kind of cast side eyes at each other yeah this is true we're we're looking at each other in our in our (laughs) rear view mirrors uh Uh, and so now to do this it's like we're on a little mandate it's interesting yeah we've changed up the format seating format slightly yeah what you got there a little hangobi yeah i know the sound of hangobi it's a special crisp clicking Mm. When you unlock the nectar of the gods known as Hang O B. What a delicious drink. I'm literally drinking Hang O B. H A N G O B I. <laughs> got that wrong. H A N G O B I. Have a Hang O B. Oh my. That wasn't terrible. We can get some there. We can get some there. H A N G O B I. Healthy, delicious, nutritious, good for recovery. Also good as a mixer if you're trying to. Uh, find yourself spice it up yep um yeah just a a drink that promotes general wellness um it's pretty solid for hangovers too which we sort of don't mention that often yeah uh thus the name hangobi and it's just great it's value add in most situations it's got that ashwagandha wash what for ashwagandha forever uh potion yeah (laughs) i'm holding the wake uh in my hand currently Mm -hmm. there's also the essential and the recovery you can get them on the website at hangobi.com. They also sell, have begun to sell them in brick and mortar stores. Yeah, they're Chelsea popping up Market. everywhere in New York City. They're popping up. Yeah, that's uh, a good sign. Which is sick, dude. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I can't imagine a scenario where a hangobi isn't appropriate. Like, if you're up a little early to watch Wimbledon, you know, you crack a hangobi, what a nice thing. Right. You're chilling in your house, you need a little extra thing to help you focus, crack the hangobi. It just really works in all scenarios. And, I really, truly love this drink. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that we have a sponsorship because I am reordering cases regularly. It's one of those things where we don't want the sponsorship to end, not for what they pay us, but rather for what they give us in free uh, cans of Hangobi. Correct. So we'd go through it ourselves yes. uh, at such a furious pace. Go to H-A-N-G-O-B-I.com. Use promo code Oops, I'm hung. One word, no apostrophe which will get you 30% off. A lot. That's a lot. Your order. Hangobi.com, promo code Oops, I'm Hung. Enjoy it and uh, trust us. We're not wrong. Dude, I got to ask you. So we t- we're talking about bachelorette parties, my bachelorette party eventually, yeah. uh, et cetera. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I have this feeling that you want to do something, but you can't really figure out exactly how you want to do it. And you don't want to burden people, but you would like to do something. It would be fun to celebrate. You like a camaraderie moment. I mean, you you sing with other men, mm. arm in arm, mm. and you enjoy that. Yes, I do. So, you know, what, <laughs> what, like what is the state of 
your thoughts about this? You know, Sierra is really pushing me. And I think that seeing how much fun she had on her uh, Bachelorette is, is definitely reawakening uh, that itch a little bit. Um, I, if it were anything, it would probably just be a, a fun dinner up on our, up on our, you know, here mm-hmm. up on the deck or something like that. Maybe get a cook to come in. Everybody throws in 50 bucks and we just have a nice evening of it. Have some drinks. Nice. Uh, you know, maybe everybody that we, I did a bachelorette party, a very dear friend of mine. We went to um, where everyone told two truths and a lie about the guy. Oh, that's fun. And a bachelor party. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then we all had to vote on what we thought the lie was. It's like to tell the truth, right? The or show. maybe it was what we, yeah, what we thought the lie was. And then the person that would get that ended up with the most poker chips at the end of the night, you get a poker chip if you win the thing, won all the ante from everybody. Oh, everybody answered five bucks. That's so it was fun. a gambling element, but also a learning and roasting kind of moment of the guy. And, um, it was so well done, in fact, that the guy himself sometimes had trouble oh, wow. getting the correct answer. Interesting. That is good. Which was cool. That's very good. Yeah. Um, well, dude, I would be happy to, you know, be you know, involved or so I see what you're doing here. Help get the ball rolling. You're at trying least. to run the show. I'm not. but I'm Trying to weasel your way in. I'd be willing to talk to the proper people to get the ball rolling. You sound like... Um, the the people on succession when they're like okay dad can't run the company anymore who's who's the right successor who's the right person and they're like in. well i mean i i would do it <laughs> i would do it yeah oh oh, oh would you now roman <laughs> okay okay <laughs> <laughs> being such an asshole i would be honored of course no that would be amazing no i was doing a kendall impression oh was, was, okay yeah. Um, no, but that's you funny. You me dead in my no, no, tracks. No, 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 dude, that's, that is funny. Uh. No, no, I'm, I, like, I think that if no one else, you know, I'm sure other people will step up and get involved, but like, I know we've talked about this in the past. It would be too, I, I would feel too much pressure having to plan it all myself, but I could help get the conversation started with everybody. If you mm-hmm. wanted mm. talk to some, talk to the people that I have direct contact with who are in contact with the rest of the greater group who would be involved. And, uh, you know, I know that I would certainly be excited to do something. Yeah, it'd be fun. I appreciate that. Um, that's all it needs to be is a dinner, even on a weeknight. You know, I almost feel like, fuck, we're in the middle of summer. People's weekends are accounted for. You know, everyone, because you got to rent a house if you want to go anywhere. So they've got people have planned well ahead. Yeah, right, right, right. There's not a lot of spontaneity. Not a lot of who's here this weekend. Right. You know, everybody's away. Everybody gone. <laughs> Speaking of gone, Brian just got back from a big weekend. Um, he had a an incredible wedding weekend out in San Francisco, and he had a hard time getting there. This is a good what happened Ryan? flight battle. Yeah. So I flew out. And I was supposed, I was leaving from JFK directly to San Francisco. We were supposed to take off at 6.30 a.m. We board right before, and we're sitting, on the tr- uh, we're sitting on the plane for four and a half hours. What time did you wake up for a 6.30 a.m. JFK flight? I woke up at 3.30. That is so <laughs> preposterous. That's like you work for FedEx or something. Yeah. It sucks. 3.30 a.m. wake up? You cannot go to bed the night before. It's really bad. 
So I went, I woke up at three thirty, Uber at four, check in at five thirty, board at six. We're just sitting on the plane for four and a half hours. We're online and we're about to take off and the pilot lets us know that we might have to get out of line and deplane because he's already reached his hours for the day. Yeah. Along with the staff, they can't legally fly more than X amount of wow. hours. So we're just mortified. But then he said, you know what? I'll just fly you guys to Denver and at least get you out there. So we went to Denver. We deplane. We sit there for three hours. Keep in mind, I'm supposed to be in California at I'm supposed to land 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. I ended up landing in uh, San Francisco at 5.30. And um, terrible. on the second flight, we didn't take off for an extra hour just because they were waiting for the catering snack cart with the little meal boxes and ice cubes. Did you buy a meal box? I did buy a tapas box. You You did? did. On the first flight, I was like, this is going to be a while. What airline? United. It was, yeah, it was bad. I often get that tapas box, and I'll tell you what, it sucks. <laughs> you look at it, you read it, and you think, "Oh, that might be good." And it's like, "All right, how many different types of olive spread and cheese squares of cheddar cheese?" Do I? They have three different types of crackers. Yeah, everything was packaged. I look at the labeling. What's like the be- What's the best thing in that tapas box? There's one answer to this. Are the pita chips? Mm-mm. No. What is it? What is it? It's then? The artichoke carts. Oh, oh, I didn't have that in mind. Dude. What airline did you fly? United. I would have thought that you would have had the artichoke, but the there's artichoke usually a couple of options for the boxes. They though. had an awesome. Yeah, there's three. Of them. I'm thinking the tapas box though. It's the Mediterranean one. Oh, uh, I know that one. The yeah. dip was like an Asiago, disgusting cheese, and then a hummus. <laughs> the hummus, everything was not refrigerated, so everything okay. just could stay in a closet for years. Everything was packaged in 2019. I think we need to extend the amount of time that pilots are allowed to fly for. If something like that happens and they time out, I've heard of this. It's never happened to me, knock on wood. But the um, the idea that, oh, we've hit our allowable quota. Well, they've just been sitting there. What has made him less able to do his job as a result of chilling for four extra hours? I don't know. It's a great question. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then the, the, the worst part, I was pretty calm and composed because it is what it is. People were getting angry. But what really ticked me off was when we were on the second flight and I'm sitting in the middle seat and the guy to my left needs to get up to go to the bathroom. That's fine. The guy sitting in the aisle seat was like a 16-year-old kid. And I was like, excuse me. And he, instead of getting up, he just shifted his legs over, and he was tall, and it really pissed me off. So you were flying, and you were flying. Did you have like a big? Uh, do you have an emergency exit row seat or anything like that? No. And I was Dude, sitting in the aisle seat on my main. He didn't get flight. up in a in a regular coach seat. Coach row. seat didn't get up. I kicked him in the shin. That made is, it look like made it seem like I war. fell. Made, that is made it seem like I fell. We gotta get up. I there, a little there is only one time where the shift and go around me move is even acceptable, and that's if you just need to have room. There is feet, multiple yeah. feet between that person's knees and the seat in front of them. Yeah. No, this guy was so able. Or to if get it's up. a person sitting next to you, <laughs> like the most able to get up out of anybody on the plane. And oh my god! And he was eating Chex Mix, and his fingers were wet. Oh, and I, 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 I have a weird thing about Chex Mix, regardless, besides the point. 
I eat it very particularly. And just to see him stuff his wet it? hands. I eat them very organized. So like I You take one piece. At I time. eat the pretzels first, then I eat the yellow checks, then I eat the brown checks, then I eat the little pita chippy uh line Tetris piece, then I eat the bagel chip things, and then anything with the spice on it. And this is the original checks. Anything with the spice on it, I keep until the end and then do process of elimination uh with the least spice to the most spice so that the final bite has the most spice out of everything in my portion so just to see him really stick his knows. hands in there and his fingers were wet and i hated can it can you imagine eating that's it mixed that's with tough. no that's regard tough. for what's going in your mouth just i like, i only eat the checks and occasionally if i get dude don't don't look at me like that ryan i see him about to explode i only eat the checks in the original checks mix Occasionally, the little brown circle thing, I'll have a couple of those. The pretzels are done. I toss them out the window. <laughs> um, I don't like Chex Mix at all. all right. It feels like, uh, I don't know, prison food. It's pretty good. Oh, come on. It's good prison food. It's, it's, it's meant for tiny bowls at bars. The jalapeno flavor is so good. Yeah, if you had a, 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 a different flavor. Dude, the original is pretty good, too, though. It's Classic. like a Worcestershire sort of sauce. Situation. They're all delicious. Thank you. Ugh, I'm speaking for the masses. <laughs> Dude, that rule of threads tea is looking really good on you. Yeah, thank you. It's sick. I put it on because I saw it. <laughs> That's how much I like it. I open my drawer. I say, what's in here? And my hand in, 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 inadvertently, subconsciously gravitates towards the rule of threads t-shirts it's the best man clean premium menswear basics Mm -hmm. uh all the essentials for apparel that you could possibly need in a given year in a given lifetime quite Mm -hmm. frankly Mm -hmm. all the t-shirts amazing joggers they're introducing new products all the time the polo shirts are super solid and uh on their website you can find an item for almost every single occasion uh comfortable versatile and it'll fit you the same time forever if you need to re-up it, it it clings at the right way and in the right areas to make you look as your best. They yeah. really do. They're very flattering uh, shirts. I love the joggers, as we all know. Yeah. And uh, guys, you can get your own stash of uh, of premium menswear basics from Rule of Threads at ruleofthreads.com and use promo code OOPS. How much is that going to get you? 15% off. God damn, these lucky bastards. Gosh darn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really great. And, and honestly, even for a gift uh, for a person of any age, I got my dad some of this stuff. He's really enjoying it. Nice. The tees fit him nicely. He's feeling good. He's out there on the golf course letting a rip, taking my mom to dinner, being a stud. You love <sighs> to see it. Love to see that. You just love to see it. Cutting people off on the highway. Yep, being Rule a of, savage. Ruleofthreads.com, promo code oops. <laughs> Enjoy. All right, dude. I have something interesting. Oh, I good. Think. It's actually not that interesting, but I I one day bought this these like Listerine sprays. Oh yeah, like a I've like a banaca sort of thing. Yep. And it's one of the most worthless items because if you pull it out to use it when you need it, which is when other people are around, you will be laughed at immediately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very. It harkens back to an old fashioned. Yeah, it's that it's that you know, it was like a cartoon character who thinks he's about to meet some ladies like, "Ooh, a yeah. lady." And there's always like the guy like the joke in Ace Ventura which has been done before, like spraying and it doesn't even go in your mouth. Yeah. Like he so sprays to the side. You're close. That was dumb and dumber. It was? Yeah. Oh. And it goes in the guy's eyes. Oh man. I think I guess. Harry does it and he goes, <laughs> "Yeah." 
and he sprays it and it goes in the guy's eyes. That's hilarious. Yeah. Interesting. But Jim Dumb. Carrey, classic yeah, movie. Classic. Am I wrong? No, he's right. He's right. Yeah. Um, dude, so good. Uh, yeah. So, Julio, what's up with you, man? <laughs> All right, dude. So I went to a solid core class a couple days ago. I want to um, ask you about your. Don't let me forget to ask you about your ridiculous. Oh, my scar on my Julia's arm. Julio's wearing three. You can ask me about it, right? We can talk about that now. That's a good. Tra- we can transition. Well, I want to you to tell us story. about yourself. Okay, okay. Start with the scar. Okay. Well, you hurt I f- yourself. I fell playing tennis. I, I fell on the court and it looks worse than it is. But sometimes when you, you can scrape yourself pretty easily on a tennis court. Um, I was playing on clay. And I scrape my arm and my leg and then sort of it dries and then the clay sort of gets stuck in the scab. Oof. So you have this kind of like green. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's all right. On looked, the end. Nothing better than a wound that looks worse than it is. You want it yeah. to look bad. <laughs> you want wounds to look really, really bad, but not actually be that bad. The worst thing in the world is something that's really bad, but doesn't look bad. That is very like bad. Back pain. I'll tell you why this is bad, though. This look, it's true. But Back this, pain is the worst. It is. It's because bad. nobody believes you. They don't care. It also, like, ages you, sort of. Yeah. Having back pain just makes you, like, seem old. Dude, college lacrosse senior year, I had the worst back pain. I had sciatica. I had my pinched nerve, which was so painful. I would have to do so much goddamn rehab before we could even step on the practice field. Is it field. better now? Heat and all that. Well, simply from resting it, yeah. Mm. But the point is, it was so we were playing so much and it hurts so badly, but nobody on the field believes you mm. because everyone's like, well, we're all dealing with our own shit. And it's like, this guy's got a busted knee. This guy's got to tape his ankle. This guy's coming off three concussions. What do you have? Oh, you've got back pain. Bro, people believe you. When you're playing at such a high level like that, people do believe it's you. It's just a phantom injury that... It, it that the the you know what the trainer will say is like you can play based on your own pain tolerance, mm-hmm. and if it's up to you and you're not playing, then your teammates think you're. I don't know. A I, little I, I did pussy bitch. I don't agree with that. If you like, you're this great lacrosse player. You're just gonna fake an injury not to play. Like, of course they believe you. I would often skip. uh squat day like i would go do other exercises other than squatting and that was where everyone would be like hated oh, okay. squatting and it's like well he's doing the other other stuff and it's like well if i did squat that would be the single worst, worst thing, thing yeah. for my back pain well they're idiots then dude keep coming well, Sorry. so the, but here's an example of what you're talking about when i used to give tennis lessons there was this one kid who was like a little chubby he was super eager. He showed up with like all the new shit, all the new rackets, all the new clothes. And he was telling me how committed he was going to be. And by the end of the summer, he was going to be so good. And then I'd be like, all right, guys, run a couple laps to warm up. And in the first lap, he'd be like, oh my God, I rolled my ankle, dude. Oh, <laughs> just because like he, did. <laughs> he didn't want to run laps. So like it was that, and that to me is like, okay, dude, you're fucking, because he's actually faking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he would play. Yeah, and then he'd play, he'd be fine. And he'd bro. be fine. He'd just, yeah, he'd always be he's like a injured. soccer player. Yeah. yeah, making excuses. Um, but dude, so this, I, this actually, I would argue, it looks so bad that it's bad again because while I'm completely fine with the healing process, other people see it and they're like, "Oh my god, did you? Were you able to clean that? Uh-huh. You should get that checked out, yeah. dude. Like that is not the reaction. You Everyone want. wants you to get it checked out. Yeah, it's like, well, you, why don't you check it out? 
exactly. And then I'm like, oh, there's clay in it. It looks worse. And they're like, it's in it? <laughs> what do you mean it's in it? It's insane, dude. Like, Are what? you capable of treating yourself? Sort of. I don't know. I put like Neosporin, some Neosporin adjacent thing on there and threw band-aids on it. I don't know. Do you know where the first aid supplies are in your own apartment? I thought I had Neosporin and I don't. And I had this other thing that, that I hope is the right thing to put on it. But is, yes, in general. Do you know where your Advil is? Yes. I know where all that stuff is for the most part. Yeah. Do you not? I have a general idea. <laughs> I have a general idea. I have a few places I could look. Yeah. But when Sierra's away, if anything bad happens to me, that might be the end of it. <laughs> there are certain things that are in Hillary's bathroom. We aren't allowed in each other's bathrooms. Right, I know. So yeah. if I need one of those things, I'll ask her for it. If she's gone, I'll ask where it is. I need special permission. I'm hemorrhaging blood from a wound on my <laughs> corduroy artery or whatever it's called. <laughs> corduroy? What's the artery? The the core something. All right, dude. There's one in your foot, I think. Speaking right. of core, solid core. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, I know you've done it before, right? Yes. It's pre- it's a preposterously it's difficult. It's very hard. It's very, very hard. Yeah. Um, and especially for, you know, and you're in, you're like super fit and you still think it's hard. I just think that no matter how, you know, if you don't work on that stuff, if you don't just blast your core you know for an hour at least once a week anytime you go do that it's, it's impossible really hard, right? doesn't matter what else you do and they do this thing too where they're like if you've done less than 50 classes do this if you've yeah. done more they, they well there's there's less than 25 less than 50 and these are the different dude our instructor was hilarious <laughs> he was doing this thing where he would at the end of sentences he would make a sound he'd be like push harder than you've ever pushed in your life. Uh, <laughs> and then he'd be like eight. Uh, and then in the middle of the class, he started swearing. Like he swore once and then it started to spiral out of control. He's like, he's like last. He's like, you have 20 minutes left. And then the rest of the fucking day is yours. Uh, dude, it was crazy. I like this guy. <laughs> he was amazing. And then he'd be like, but then he started like getting, He's like, okay, like bend over and grab like your feet as if you were taking a shit in your bed. And we were like, what? what? <laughs> like, what? Okay. And he kept yeah, so fucking hard. Uh, <laughs> and then at one point he goes, he goes, what would I, what would you say if I told you in 20, <laughs> he goes, what would you say if I told you that in 20 seconds you were going to be doing a like a full standing plank uh, and Hillary literally looks over at me and she goes, I would tell you to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, dude, that's pretty good. But like, it's crazy how the, like, like the, the wonky fitness instructor, it's almost like a hacky thing to put in a movie because it's so cliche. Mm. But like this guy was just straight up about it. And then at the end of the class, he was like, I'm here today. I'll be here tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, ugh, I'm burnt out. <laughs> I was like, dude, Jesus Christ. Ah, great, man. But that was a Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. you. But this is what allowed me to do it. Friday night, had a night. I hung out with you at the beginning of that night. Then Saturday, uh, Hill Dog came home for like two seconds. So we had a relaxed afternoon. She knew We went it. to dinner, n- like nice dinner. We were back in the apartment by eight o'clock. We were in bed by eleven. 
Wow. So like doing an 8.30 a.m. Sunday class wasn't crazy. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty darn good. But dude, I have a, like, that shit is, I was so sore all, my entire body. I'm kind of like, dude, yeah. that seemed to be very effective. It's exercise. almost not worth it unless you go again three days later and all of a sudden have it form it. Totally. And, uh, and then you, is that, that's when the progress All of a sudden to, it just stops hurting so much. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. I, for whatever reason, I didn't lift weights for ugh, like a week and a half. And then I went yesterday and just sort of, you know, I know where I stand. Let's call it on like the lat pull down thing. I put it in the the 13 yeah. thing. And I did it and I did a sort of normal workout for me. And I got back upstairs and I thought I was going to throw up. Wow. It's from like lifting weights. I didn't even do any cardio. Yeah, but like that isn't the like that's how hard one should be pushing themselves. No, right? I didn't even. I can't even say I pushed myself no, that hard. Saying. It was just that I hadn't done any weightlifting and so on. I've been running a lot. So can I ask you this? What is that like? So you want your body to like get used to it to a degree to make progress, right? I don't but even then, know. Oh yeah. But then this like uh, to sort of talk about the other side of that coin. At what point are you too used to it? And now your body's used to it and you're not making progress anymore. I think there's all kinds of science about how varying your workouts to not allow for your muscles to get accustomed to certain movements is actually very good. Mm -hmm. um, at the very least, you should be increasing your weight mm -hmm. over time and, you know, actually building strength. But how do you want to be super sore the next day or do you get to a point where you can't even get that sore anymore? I, you know, there was a time when I was lifting weights pretty intensely three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every week for months mm -hmm. with a trainer. And I was never sore. Crazy. Ever. Crazy. After, after that. But I you just, were ripped? Because, because strength and recovery go hand in hand. Right. Where the more strength you build, I, and I don't know if this is scientifically true, but the, the quicker your muscles recover. They mm -hmm. just remesh more quickly um and then if you take time off and you go out and do those same things that's when the soreness sets mm -hmm. in i found um okay i have another question for you have you ever been to monaco before yes okay i was i went to dinner with uh hillary's sister's fiance on uh, sunday we were talking just you and the guy yep two guys two guys is he a guy he's a guy is he? He is. Oh, thank God. He's cool. I wouldn't want He's my sister to not marry uh, a guy. You know, if, if she's going to marry a guy, I want it to be a guy. You know what I mean? And if this is confusing, there's a difference between a guy and a guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what we're talking well, about. Well, I wouldn't want her to... If, if she's going to marry a man or a boy, then I want it to be a guy. <laughs> not, not that I need her to marry a man or a boy. Correct. We want a guy. This guy's a guy. He's a guy. And we... <laughs> he's, he's a guy. Should we invite him to International Guys Day? We, we could. I think he'd enjoy it. Good. Uh, and he's Canadian, too. The, so the, he'd fit in well with the international is, theme. This is growing. we got to make t-shirts. The Canadian delegation. We're going to have to get ahead of this because the, the demand for the merch is going to come up quicker than we think. You're right. And we don't want to be caught with our hands, you know, sitting on our hands. On Guys Day. On Guys Day. Um, so anyway, I was telling him how we were going to Monte Carlo and he was saying that there's like a dress code for the casino. 
And I don't, and I, I, he was like, you like pretty much have to like dress in formal attire. They won't let you in. Is that true? Well, uh, what I remember was that there was like, a, there were a couple of different rooms and, and one was, uh, in order to gamble in one of them, you couldn't wear shorts, but it was just pants. You could wear a t-shirt. You could wear a t-shirt. And then I think there's a more of a high roller type room where I would imagine it's nicer. Also, we were there. We went inside at you know three p.m. on a afternoon or something. I think if you went at night, maybe you'd have to be a little more dressy. I don't know. Okay, so Ryan's I, gonna have. An I have this plan. Thank you, Ryan. Um, that I want to surprise Hillary with like an outrageous sort of Euro baggy. Out like San Ambrose fairing Ibiza partying, fucking you know summer Europe guy wardrobe that, oh, I, that I don't already have. I didn't know where that was going <laughs> at all. I thought you were gonna take her to like San Ambrose in Europe. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not opposed to it necessarily, but I want to dress up and look. In, I want to look ridiculous. It's so fun. It's really fun. I have been trying to get you I know. to to dress ridiculous forever. Yeah. It's she, the best. She said, please don't ruin our vacation. <laughs> Where, is this when you go to Italy? So yeah, we're going to Portugal and then we're going to Monte Carlo and then we're going to Italy. And so you want to put together some outfits for that trip. Specifically for Monte Carlo. I want to surprise nice. I want her to come out of the bathroom with her wet hair and see me sitting there and like you know that Sean's Delize song? They're like, <laughs> is it right. the one that goes, Oh, Sean's Delize, ba da ba da ba, Oh, Sean's Delize? I think that's a different song. Oh. Whatever. It's, uh, that one's called Sean's Delize. So when you said that Sean's Delize song, I thought, surely. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's multiple. And then you did something completely different. I'm sure there's multiple songs. And I songs. thought, I think Julio has the wrong Sean Salise <laughs> no, I'm going to pull it up while we're talking about this still, but okay. I want to have this sort of like French guy convertible <laughs> vibe. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to do that. It's going to be, it's going to be really fun. And I hope that it makes Hillary extremely uncomfortable in like the best way. You know what I mean? Excellent. Okay. Here, I have the song. It's <laughs> yeah. I don't know this song. A but scarf. I, like I know exactly. You're in a convertible. Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing. So anyway, Love I want to. I want to come in hot and um, shake it up a little bit. What What are you envisioning? Maybe like a club Monaco kind of. Like I don't know, dude. Just are like you just saying that because of the name. Oh, wow. I didn't even do that on purpose. No, but just kind of like... Oh, you're not talking about the brand club, Monaco. I am. I am. But that, to me, I associate that with sort of like little European guy swag. Like s things that are smaller. Like small shirts. <laughs> and little pants. <laughs> small <laughs> things. Why don't you just go to like Baby Gap or Gap Kids? Why don't you just go to like the opposite of big and tall, whatever the hell that is. Do they have a store for men that are vertically challenged? For little fellas? Yeah. I mean, dude, yeah, I want like pants that are fairly tight, maybe like a, a cotton polo shirt tucked into a sh pants with a belt uh, and a little hat. And you should wear high-waisted pants. Sure. Have those puppies come all the way up. Sure. I mean, your nips should be resting on the belt buckles. <laughs> 
For sure, dude. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Looks like I'm fly fishing, dude. <laughs> and then there should be a huge gap between the, the cuff of your pant and your shoes. And people would be like, why don't you just... You could close that gap by not wearing them so high. And you'd be like, mm, this is no, the way they were the meant. Only way. They were tailored here. The only way. I need help, though. Who should I ask to come help me? Man, it'd be fun to go shopping. I know, but I just don't know where, like, where to go. I probably That's what I'm saying. Why don't, we, why don't we do some research? Why don't we go shopping together? We could. We should get fucked up and go shopping. It's <laughs> pretty fun. That yeah. Fun. Dude, yeah, Zara, fun. I feel like Zara would have what I need, potentially. They have like a Euro section. Yeah. AKA most of the store. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Get some little stuff. I show up, I'm like, I'm looking for some little stuff. The guy's like, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, the, the problem is, dude, that little stuff can very, <laughs> it can very quickly morph into, uh, unflattering stuff which is i'm i'm sort of fine with that you're talking about like a friggin' wearing a midriff shirt one of those crop tops or something no i mean i don't want to have my little belly hanging out i but but like little clothes like i could tuck i could do a tuck the tuck sort of like mitigates any sort of like unpleasant spillover from my fat are you going to be wearing really tight shirts and pants i'd like to be in a perfect world but I, I think we could just like I can pull it a little bit out of the tuck. But I like the pants to be fairly tight. I want to hear a comment when, of Hillary going, "You're tushy, you're tushy, honey." <laughs> I want that to occur. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Maybe a little like yeah, like a like a polo, bro, like a cotton polo. I envision the cotton polo and a belt. What about a pants, white cable knit V neck sweater? Sounds pretty good. Which you could take off and tie over your shoulders. That sounds pretty good. That sounds great. The uh, little I might have to bring back the little shoes. I'm, think, I'm thinking some purple velvet loafers. Oh, that's very fun. That's some purple fun. velves. Super fun. Uh, Pointy. No socks. Very high cuffed pants. Yep. yep. Pants that are cuffed. High. Yep. Really yep. high. Yep. Take your shoes off. Walk through a date disaster area. <laughs> No problem. Okay, dude. What if I did flood, this flood, too? Flood zone. What if I? What if trying I, to find your family? Trying to. Where's the Red Cross tent? tent go to the wall of Polaroid photos. Add the photo of Hill Dog. Red Cross tent. You know, is there any cell service? It'd be impossible. Why are there so many helicopters in the air? But nobody. Hey! Yeah, nobody knows anything. Hey. Yeah. Um, I could also do the like 180 look of that. I could do the sort of like loitering European guy look with like the long jean shorts, a graphic t-shirt and my hair sort of like spiked downward icily. Mm-hmm. Maybe let the back grow out a little bit too. And just look like I'm looking around smoking cigs. Yeah. I'm doing picturing fi- p- filter picks. a British. Yeah. Punky youth. Right. Yeah. Is that what Sure. You're- just like, or even just like the guys who look like, other Europeans are like racist towards them or something like the Turkish guy hanging out in Sweden. Sure. Look, like the little hair, um, you know, yeah. Get some score. This is great. I like this. I like where this it's is going. Exercise. I like where this is going. My problem, as I, I think I've told you <laughs> is that when I buy a bunch of fun outfits with, um, the idea to wear them on different days of a trip to like Como, as I did, mm. Uh, I have the whole thing planned out, but then I get too excited and I just wear my best outfit on the first day. Uh, and then I wear my second best outfit on the second day. Blow your and load. then by the end of it, I've 
dwindled down to my worst stuff. Mm, first lap runner. I, I, I get too excited. It's all right, man. You know, I get but too excited. who's to say that the first night isn't the best night to wear it on? That's right. It's better to blow your load in that way than to get too hammered the first night and never recover, which That's I often true. do at a That's wedding. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm so hungover the whole time, I actually can't get drunk again. And I just, and, and also because I'm like eating all day. Yeah. That doesn't make it easier. Damn. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Wow. So tell me about this trip you have coming up. You've got Portugal. So Hillary's very clever. We have a wedding uh, in Italy. And we, are you okay? Yeah, I'm cramping. Sorry. Oh, shit. Francis is cramping. What, what, what is it? Uh, it was my hamstring. Oh, it's the worst one. Yeah, but okay. I caught it in time. Straightened my leg. It was going to turn into like a legitimate ah! ball. Yeah, it's happened to me. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she, um, <laughs> sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. So we have to go to a wedding. So we've built out the trip. Um, and Hillary's sister is living in Portugal for a couple months. So we're going to visit her and then we're going to make our way over to this wedding. Wow. Yeah. How long are you gone for? I think like eight days or nine days. Man. Yeah, That's solid. amazing. Pretty solid. And are you flying from place to place? Uh, so flying to Portugal obviously, and then flying to Monaco. And then we are taking a train to Italy where we are renting a car, driving to the wedding, driving to Milan, dropping off the car, flying back. If Nice. Work out. Good planning. That is the logistics. Where is the wedding in Italy? It's in like the Turin area. Yeah, where they had the Winter Olympics. Mm -hmm. Torino. That was one of your good yeah. calls when we were doing the Winter yep. Olympics recounting. Torino. Um, but dude, I did a pretty solid... I did a solid for myself. So there's this app. I, I'm not even, they, this, this company doesn't pay us, but this is a useful app for flights. It's called Hopper. Mm, and I've heard of this. It sort of tells you if the price that is, exists currently is competitive. So if it's not, it'll be like flights might go down. You should maybe wait. Mm -hmm. So I'll put a calendar reminder every single morning. And I, when I wake up, I just check to see. So Hillary's already there. So, uh, I'm searching for flights to go to Portugal and I'm checking every day and every day they're so expensive. 1200 bucks, 1300 bucks, 1000 bucks. Fuck. It sucks, but whatever, like I'll bite the bullet if I have to. I keep checking, I keep checking. One day, $320. The same up. flight you'd been looking for? Yep. Same airline? No, different airline, but they like new flights just popped up, $320, nabbed it immediately. Wow. What a winning story. I know. You don't hear that too often. Dude, massive, massive. And I'm pretty committed to doing this in general, especially if I have road dates. Like instead of blowing my load and using miles like way in advance, I just check Hopper and see if the flight prices are going to go down and That's I wait. excellent. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Huge nice. win. What's the airline? <laughs> it's called Azores Airlines, uh -huh. which by the way goes to, uh, I, I, I've actually looked up how to pronounce it 
multiple times because it's like I always thought it was the Azores. You might be right. I forget. Ryan, can you pull up the YouTube thing of it? Um, but do you know where they are, bro? Uh, do you know where they are, bro? Are they pretty... A-Z-O-R-E-S. Are they pretty deep off the coast they, of Portugal? They're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And they are part of Portugal. Yes. I, my hope, and they are a destination on the Traveler Century Club. So my, And I only have an hour layover. I'm praying that I get delayed in the Azores so I get to actually hang out and add it to the list and check it out. <laughs> I'm the only guy who's hoping that his flight's delayed. Um, but yeah, and then it's, it's, it breaks up the trip really nicely too. Um, That's great. Okay, yeah, they look the pretty stunning. They, yeah, Not going to lie. Gorgeous. NGL. Um, now, so Ryan, I was actually asking about the pronunciation video. Although, thank you for showing me that. It's gorgeous. So anyway, I'm, <laughs> I do have a connection, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Uh, one stop is fine in the situation. The directs were too expensive for, for me at least. Um, and uh, rock and roll, bro. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Very, very good. Well, um, um, here's Ryan trying to figure out how to pronounce Azores. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Azores. Mm. Very good. Cool. Um, dude, so Ryan and I were on a, a call today, actually, uh, with a potential sponsor. We were chatting it up. And I made a... a fairly big mistake at the beginning of the call Uh oh i I think that i remedied it but leading up to this it was fine leading up to this call the guy who we were we were corresponding with was saying my boss is getting married sorry it's been a crazy couple weeks my boss is getting married my boss great whatever i log into the zoom call and there's he's sitting with somebody and then there's another screen that just has one person on it so i don't know why my brain immediately thought that person is the boss yeah but I was like, so I said to her, I was like, congrats on uh, being married, on getting married. And she's like, oh, no, that's not me. That's her. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Uh, I think it was fine. That doesn't fine. sound so bad. <laughs> I, hopefully it was I love fine. that that's a big mistake for you. It's, it was, it's you just so big pre- mistake for me is. It's presumptuous, though. It's like uh, falling down the stairs. <laughs> but, but, dude, this is pre- it was very presumptuous of me. But thank God it wasn't like a gender thing where like right. I assumed the man was the boss or something. Thank God. But yeah, I don't know. I just thought this lady was the fucking boss. I am getting um, more and more afraid of staircases. Really? Yeah. Why? Why? Well, Fear because of- we have a pretty nasty one. It's metal. Oh, you do? Yeah. You the do. steps, you could, you could grate zucchini chips and on if, it. If and you, if you have socks on, it's slippery. Oh, yeah. And there's just not that much, uh, there's not that much surf. They're not that deep each step, yeah. you know. You so, could definitely die falling down this. <laughs> yeah, and, and you definitely could. Dude. I do this thing where I carry Kojai <laughs> up and down the stairs because I believe in preserving his hip joints. That's very sweet of you. And uh, wear and tear. <laughs> if I'm gonna take him up the stairs and then back down later, I whisper in his ear, "You've got a round trip ticket." <laughs> How about a round tripper? I, I let him know that we're coming back up and going back down. And I tell him it's a round trip ticket that he's got. So he does. at night, I will walk him down the stairs. And he's uh, cumbersome. He's like carrying a big sack of potatoes. Mm-hmm. And so I can't really use one hand on the railing. And so I'm holding Kojai and walking typically in my socks. Down yeah, it's dangerous. the staircase. And I have this thing where... Have I told you this? No. I 
I, I go really slowly um, and make sure that I've found the next step before I put my weight That's on it. It's good to be doing. That's good, dude. And he starts to wonder, man, why are we going so slowly? This is such a... Does he squirm? No. If he, he were to, you could fall. Yeah. <laughs> you're right about that. I, I think he knows the stakes. You should... Dude, you need to be one-arming Kojai. You can handle it. Prop him up. Sometimes over your I shoulder. think about that. Sometimes I carry him at my hip like a huh. massive machine gun, <laughs> and I pretend like I'm gonna just mow down the Viet Cong, <laughs> like a Gatling gun. Yeah, know? and you gotta hold it at your hip, just. <laughs> oh yeah, like one of those guns that they've taken off the helicopter, <laughs> and a human being shouldn't be carrying it. But so I get halfway down the steps, and I get to this point, and then I I do this every single time. I say in my head, okay, I've reached a point now where if I fell, I don't think I would die. Okay. So I pick up my speed a little. Uh, and then there's four steps left. Hubris. And I say, <laughs> I've reached a point now where if I fell, I don't even think I would hit. I don't think I would break anything. Right, right. And then by the last step, I feel like I've conquered yeah. something meaningful. Yeah. And I've overcome a major challenge. And I don't know why stairs are not we it, we take them for granted. Yeah. But they <sighs> If you if you the day you stop treating it like that is the day where you'll be at risk. You ever fall down the stairs? Yeah. As an adult? As a child, as an adult I haven't. When was the last time you fell down some stairs? Not all the stairs, but fell down some stairs. My cousin dressed me up like a woman and put me in high heels when I was like 8 yeah. and I fell down the stairs because of the heels. I, I tumbled all the way You down. tried to take the stairs and heels? Like, I was sort of like strutting my stuff, you know, I was, yeah. uh, and I fell down the stairs. And it was a very <laughs> significant staircase. Oh, man. <laughs> I, you know, the, you'd occasionally go to that friend's house where the stairs were carpeted. Oh, yeah. And you might slip, uh, but you would, you would just ride it down like it was you a could toboggan. toboggan. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And your butt would be banging at the tops of it but it was all somehow it worked out okay i preferred the the danger of a clean staircase though over the carpeted personally i'm not a big carpeted staircase guy no i'm not a big from an aesthetic perspective yeah i want to know it's really weird yesterday i was like running down the stairs and i was like it would be fucking terrible if i just fell down these stairs yeah and it was these same stairs yeah. Yeah. dude yeah. i'll tell you what it's one of the mo it blows my mind how many quote good movies that that are either good or that we all consider good, the like big twist is that somebody fell and died. Like they reveal who the killer was, yeah. they show what happened, and he like smacked the person in the face, and then they somehow fall and hit their head and die. It's insane. Like, right. are we it, really? Mm -hmm. Can we not think of a better that one? And the other twist is he's still alive. Yeah, <laughs> that's also so stupid. Yeah, turned out he was alive this whole time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, I like that. He's on a desert island. Little uh, Shawshank Redemption. If you need a new robe, we suggest getting a plover robe. There's no other robe that comes close to the plover robe. That's actually true. Yeah. It's, it's just such a pleasant weight. Yeah. It was really well designed. It's the right thing to wear on a hungover day, a sick day, or a day where you've won a million dollars. And you just say, I'm going to lavish in my success <laughs> they're funny they're cute they're stylish uh it's just a good vibe and a good look like 
the they're sort of like the the hot llama is sort of in what I associate to be their like signature robe. Um, but they have a bunch of funny ones. I just got the Narcity Blues, which has narwhals all over it, which mm. I didn't even realize were a real thing. They're th- those are real. They are. We can confirm are. it. Yeah. If to me, if uh, Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne and Adam Sandler's Mister Deeds adopted a son, he would wear <laughs> a plover rope. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what he good. would be wearing around Bruce Manor or Wayne Manor, <laughs> rather, uh, as he was a trust fund baby who was constantly mad that the you know butler hadn't laid out his slippers. <laughs> Dude, the plover. Guys, like the pullover guys and girls, I'm not fully certain of what sort the, of totally the company is, but uh, they're very clever too. I mean, most of their, uh, a lot of the robes have funny plays on words, like the new cacked me outside. Yeah, cacked me outside. Has cactus. That's the got the cacti and the owls. Oh uh, yeah, right. Uh, that's the yellow one. Yes, that one's my favorite. That's a really good one. People should get that one. That's a fresh one. Yeah, that um, one's sick. And on their website, you can also see all their music videos, which are hilarious, unbelievably good. Uh, check out their Instagram too, uh, Plover Robes. It's a good company. They make a good product, and if you need a solid robe, this is the robe for you. So go to pulverrobes.com/oops and use promo code oops. You get twenty percent off of your order. Pulverrobes.com/oops. Promo code oops. Get a plover robe. Let me um. Let me tell you about this. So I had to. I had a deadline yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what where was it for? I had bought. I had. I had gotten car insurance oh, yeah. for us. You were telling me. But about if this. you get car insurance on a used car, you have to get it inspected. You have to do a car co inspection. Ever heard of this? No. It's when the guy comes over. No. It's different. Well, I had done that. Yeah. You keep that. It wasn't available for this. This is a different thing, and it's so that um, when. You, you need to basically start your new insurance with a blank slate, mm-hmm. right? So if I've gotten my car insurance, and I think they're insur- they insure you for like two weeks on good faith that you're not just buying insurance on an already totaled car and, like and then calling them the next the desert. day and being like, oh, <laughs> bad news, I got into a head-on collision. Right. And then they buy you basically a new car or whatever. Um but it, my the the we so I, I had a two week grace period and of course I left it until the last day, mm-hmm. and then I started calling up these Carco inspection sites and I found one in Deep Brooklyn, and I called them and they said yeah we've actually you could come in today so I drove all the way out there I get there, and I mean this is a part in New York I didn't even know existed where was it I I it was like I don't know. was it in the city. Technically? No. No? It was in probably Brooklyn bordering on Queens. Okay, but like in the, one of the five boroughs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You, you don't... I'm so curious. Is there a way to find I'll out? I'll look up... Yeah. Look up 222 India Street. Oh, that's in Greenpoint. Is it not? Isn't I think India's- you're right. Yeah. How did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah, know addresses in I know, New York? I mean, I'm like... a technically from brooklyn originally i do know brooklyn fairly well but like jeez i what? yeah i live up there. chris lives in the neighborhood too yeah. <laughs> but this is a, this is a part of greenpoint like I, it's getting up there it, yeah. was, it wasn't oh, like anything in, uh, like uh, where we visited area. you but the uh, chris told me this the streets are actually in alphabetical order yes from the the perpendicular streets oh that's nice which yeah. is interesting so yeah. it makes it easier but india is like close to the top it was all Auto body shops. Yeah, there's a lot of warehouses. That's oh, yeah, all. What the whole yeah. thing was. 
And so I pulled in there and they had told me to ask for Priscilla. And I walked into the little shop, three ladies looking around. Hi, I'm supposed to find Priscilla. One of them speaks up. I say, uh, I've got to do the carco. She says, okay, I got it. So she comes out uh, and she just, you know, quickly inspects the car, um, gets the odometer reading and stuff like that. Then she starts explaining to me what 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 we're doing and sort of what I have to do next. Mm-hmm. And dude, it it was as though she was an automated recording. <laughs> Para she, español, she spoke. <laughs> Marque número dos. She spoke so quickly <laughs> and did not flub a word. And it was technical language. Mm, Priscilla. Um, okay, you know, you're going to have to do this. Uh, you'll take your car to this place. This is the address. Fill out this form here. Use your legal name, blah, blah, blah. And my only idea was that either this woman does this 15 times a day and has been doing it for so many years that she has no choice but to have it committed to memory. Mm-hmm. Or... She's so good at her job that she's just got it down yeah. and learned it. Yeah. Either way. Impressive. The whole process went as fast as was humanly possible thanks to Priscilla. Thanks, Priscilla. We appreciate you. And I was very grateful to her. 222 India Street. Yeah. Awesome. Really great, man. Do you ever um, tip people just for being great at their job? Maybe. Should I have tipped her? I don't know. It may not have made sense in that scenario, but any sort of like skilled labor or like, you know, I try to have tip money available and uh, yeah, I don't know. Whenever I travel anywhere, I try to get, I try to bring 50 singles. You've told me that. It's a good play. It's a solid little move. Priscilla ended this by saying, um, if you, do you have any further questions for me? I said, no. She goes, okay, great. Enjoy the weather. Really nice. I'll tell you what I do do, and you could still do. This is what I do do. Um, for example, Alamo Place at uh, Astor Place. Mm. Um, Amanda, the person who works there, <laughs> yeah. was so wonderful that I messaged the company yeah. saying how wonderful she was. Pretty good move. Because tipping her would be a little weird. You know, it's, this is sort of like her career. It almost feels like condescending. It's demeaning. So, but but just because it's out of place, it's not that tipping is by no means condescending. I used to I used to teach tennis. Right. Tips were it's always good, incredible. Right. You know, they're amazing. But it's just it's not it doesn't really work in that setting. I don't think. But being like you're the best, I love you all. Uh, the other girl's name was Winnie. I like that name. She was lovely. I liked it. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I just sent. Uh, I gave them good feedback from the formal thing, and I also contacted them and told them that she. She was wonderful. How did you even find a an employee review portal? Because they emailed it to, to me. And you committed to it. And she sent this email to me being like, hey, Asking blah, 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 which I had never actually, I've never gotten before. I've rented like a million cars mm. and I've never had the manager send me an email directly. Wow. Um. So, and she like remembered stuff. And also like one weekend they knew it was my birthday and they gave me an upgrade for free. Which, by the way, I, I got confused about what the car was. They're so, like, do you want this car? And I was like, yeah. And this like muscle car pulls up. Like, 
And it was, and I was like, dude, like the Knight Rider car. I'm like, oh wait, I don't want this. <laughs> I was like, can you send that back? I don't want this thing. Uh, so then they swapped it out for me, but whatever. So it is nice and was nice. That's good. Something very specific and random and thing that I find very funny happened to me and I'd like to share. Good. I maybe told, told this story, but there's a follow-up to it. So very quickly, one time I ran, I actually have never told this story. I was out one night and I saw a guy who I used to work with and like in the very recent past, I just worked with this guy. We were super cool. We had hugged many times. We'd hugged. And I see him in public with somebody. And I don't know what was happening, but I was like, Sean, good to see you. And he just went, nah, dude. And I was like, and now, and this, he has a very specific noticeable scar too. Like it was him. Uh-huh. And I was just blown away. I'm like, what could possibly be happening here where he's denying that he's him? He was with somebody. I don't know if there was something weird about that. But then I, I was like, I have to figure out what's happening here. So I followed him. And I, and I doubled down. I was like, Sean, you're Sean, dude. And he was like, nah, dude. And I was like, what the? So <laughs> I continued the pursuit. And eventually I'm like, you're Sean. And he's like, okay, yes. And I was like, what? Oh, you admitted to it. He eventually admitted that you didn't have his name wrong. No, bro. I worked with this guy. I sat next to him in the office for seven months. I know I knew him well. We used to and he's a great dude. Like one of the best water cooler guys in the game. Hey, what's up? He'd come lean over your thing. He had a like he was the he was a great guy. Yeah. Uh so I was like, what the fuck? And the other day, I'm walking out of your apartment. I see him walking by. Didn't say hi. I learned my lesson. (laughs) And I think at this point, actually, he wouldn't remember me. But I did not stop and say, hey, Sean, because I was afraid. of. I don't know why he would have done that. I can't figure it out. Unless he's on the run and trying to change his identity. He was with a a girl. And I don't know if I was trying to think of what could possibly have happened. All right. And this was something that I thought of. It's probably not true. And he's going by David. Maybe he's married and this isn't his wife. Yeah. And he, like you said, made up a name or... I couldn't, and may, or maybe they were in a fight, and he was like, "Not now is not a good time." Uh, there's a better way to do that. I could, but anyway, I saw him last week outside of your apartment. Damn, and I was like, "I'm gonna look out for Sean now myself." <laughs> I'm gonna keep an eye out for him, and I'll be like, "Sean, keep your eyes peeled for Sean, dude." Yeah, I know who you are, okay. guys. Exciting news from one of our favorite partners, Dad Grass. Uh, they have teamed up with the. George Harrison Estate to make a new line of really cool products. As they say, a classic smoke meets a classic bloke. Yeah, let it be. <laughs> it's very good. He didn't write that. So but... <laughs> he may have. No, I think that was McCartney, Paul? right? Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Um, but it's crafted from a special blend of organic CBD and CBG hemp flower. Perfect harmony for your smile and your heart. Nothing run of the mill, no cockamamie business, no extra texture, and absolutely no. Wawa's Francis. That's right. Just Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Percent hallelujah. Yeah. To plug you in and turn you on. Om. Uh, om. Hey Jude. <laughs> very very chill. Uh, Dadgrass makes some of the best CBD and CBG products on the market. We love them. I use them all the time, and it's a really nice way to fit in when all of my friends are smoking a bunch of weed that will send me into a paranoid spiral. Yeah. So I can still partake when I use one of Dadgrass's signature CBD joints. It is smokable hemp, pre-rolled, amazing, spark it up, and it'll make you feel just as chill as you've ever felt without having to worry about any of the intense side effects 
a smoking a smoking weed. You'll love smoking it whether you're in uh, a yellow submarine or an octopus's garden. <laughs> That's very, very good, dude. Uh-huh. Uh, all dyed grass products are federally legal and ship directly to your doorstep, which I would say is very, very good news. All you have to do uh, is go to dadgrass.com right now where Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off of your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash oops. Before we wrap it up here, why don't we do a little uh, Ryan fact. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Okay, so we started off with torture today. So yeah. just another fun <laughs> one that I found. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever heard of scaphism? No. no. So essentially... Someone is tied up and in a metal box outside in the open, and they are force-fed milk <laughs> and honey until they vomit on themselves. This diet causes the victim to have severe diarrhea, and rats and stinging insects will come and eat the victim alive over several days. Oh, my God. Pilots, uh, an airline transport pilot can fly up to eight hours per 24-hour period and up to 10 hours if there's a second pilot on board. Nice. The cortical artery is in the neck. Um, what is it? The co- the cortical? Cortical artery. Oh. So that's in the neck. I thought it was the corderid. Corderid? That's, I think it's the same thing. Oh, okay, all right. Um, Monte Carlo <laughs> Casino dress code. No shorts, no t-shirts, no short sleeve shirts or sweatshirts. You can wear dark jeans. Um, you can wear dark sport shoes, um, but you can't wear white tennis shoes. Okay. Wow, and it is dressy. A couple little people brands <laughs> include Breeze and One Stone. Nice. And there's not that many others, so there's either Custom or the Children's Section. Okay. And then about 12,000 people per year die by accident by falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> 12,000 a year? Yep. That's way more than that's I thought. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot. That's a lot of people. Stairs are the... Uh, Silent so killer. Silent killer. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's over a million injuries a year, but 12K. Wow, Damn, dude. Bro. That's what I'm talking about. Guys, be careful going up and down those stairs. Yeah, yeah. That is, there's comedy in there. So we got a question from a listener, and it's a pretty straightforward question that to me, there's an obvious answer. But then I'm like, oh, I forgot that like people who don't do comedy might not understand stuff. So this is something that I don't know if everybody else is wondering this too, but this was the question. He goes... I'm wondering if you guys could talk about slash answer on the pod this question that I've always had that has eluded me. What do comics mean when they say how great a crowd was or is? This is potentially painfully obvious, but it seems to be something that's really important to comics because they they say it all the time Mm -hmm. and say it as though the majority of the crowds were not great. Uh, Yeah. You want to tackle it first, Francis? Well, sure. I mean, it was just nights where the crowd is in unison there everybody at the in the whole crowd is laughing they're maybe they're the perfect level of drunkenness all of them and they're all have they all have energy they're all excited to see the show there's no bad apples no hecklers no overly sensitive people they're laughing at exactly the right time and it's also not one of those situations where they're having a good time but they're not showing it or they're like, because there's like smiley audiences where you might be doing fine and people might be liking it, but they're not giving you anything. Right. There's no feedback. There are also kind of laugh crowds that'll laugh, but the laugh will die quickly. They'll give uh-huh. you a, <laughs> and then, and, and you, 
normally expect more of more time no momentum um and they're not they're just you got to constantly feed them more yeah because the morsels you're giving them are to being devoured and disappearing yes. in, in seconds um and those and the crowd like that isn't bad you know what i mean like the the different variables that we're describing if any of them happen if there's a bad apple if there's a heckler if they're sort of the like laugh and deflate that doesn't make a crowd bad right a bad crowd is you're fucking bombing and it might be you and it might be them right you know, it's, it's sometimes it's unclear. Sometimes it is clear, especially if somebody before you was really good and then you are not doing very good. Right. You're like, what's happening? Uh, but we do it enough that we're used to differing kinds of crowds. And I've noticed that certain onlookers can't always tell about about the sort of audience reaction. Right. They don't understand that, which is nice to hear because I'm like, OK, like I'm just hypersensitive to this. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever let a crowd know after a set if they've been bad never and people a lot of people do, like most comics do it and it blows my mind actually you guys have been alive i'm so-and-so uh-huh uh yeah you know whatever I, I i guess it's whatever but i don't i do not do that subconsciously this is what i do <laughs> and i didn't even realize i did this until a host pointed it out when it goes well and the crowd's great I say, thank you very much. I'm Francis Ellis. Good night. When it goes okay and the crowd's bad, I just say, thank you very much. Good night. I don't tell them <laughs> my, my name. name. <laughs> what, who pointed? Who noticed? I think it might have been Colm. I was going to guess that it was him. I think it might have been Colm. He seems like a guy who would pick up on Yeah. Him. That's funny. Because if you, you think when they're really good, you're like, I want you people to remember me. Yeah, I want yeah, you yeah. to look me up. I want you to stay with me. I'm Francis Ellis. Here's my calling card. Yeah. You know, see you, see you later. That's good. Other, other bad crowds, you're like, yeah. I wish I were wearing a mask up here. <laughs> you know? Um, cool, man. Awesome. Speaking of comedy, I am at the Arlington Draft House, July 22nd and 23rd. I am at Helium St. Louis with Lil Sass from Barstool Sports, July 28th to the 30th. Uh, I'll be in Red Bank, New Jersey, also with Lil Sass. August 10th. Tickets for all these shows are at FrancisEllis.com. Awesome. I am uh, this weekend. I'm going to be in Tampa area at Side Splitters and Wesley Chapel in St. Petersburg, uh, Thursday through Sunday. Uh, so hope to see you guys there. Also, Crocodile in Seattle, uh, July 28th. I have a Boston show coming up soon, too. I'm locking that date in right now, but I look forward to seeing you there. Uh, you can get tickets on my website, notjulio.com. Yeah, oh fuck oh shoot facts right. with ryan okay wait a second is there a way that because i don't i'm afraid that people are going to turn it off before we get to that so is there a way to splice ryan fa facts in first okay, yeah just put it in like put this, this in right before i say speaking of comedy yeah um 